Sarah and her mom was watching. I tried to get her mama, but she was uh, she was cooking dinner, so I didn't want to interrupt her too bad. Christina doing any better with her? Yeah. Her girl? Yeah. In a couple of days now, she's been doing a lot better. Thank the Lord. Father, we want to thank you tonight, this, this midweek service, Lord. Uh, just want to bring glory and honor to you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Uh, Christina doing better. We thank you, Father. Lord, uh, Brother Ed had his surgery earlier this morning. We got to talk to him. And he's still in a lot of pain, but at least he's got the worst behind him. We pray for him. We pray, Lord Father, for all those that's, that's sick. We pray for this upcoming Christmas play. Lord, we can't wait to see it. We've heard so much about it. And Rita's worked so hard with these children. And Lord, we know it's going to be a blessing. I thank you for that good report. Brother uh, Patrick just gave on uh, Lucy playing the Grinch. Uh, Lord, we're just glad. We like good news, Lord. We do. And Lord, we love you tonight. We praise you tonight. We've got some songs we're going to sing for you here. And Lord, we just want to try to be a blessing. And I pray you bless all those, Lord, that hear this service tonight by way of the live stream, by way of the internet. May you get, I pray, honor and glory in all that's said and done here tonight. In Christ's name we ask it, Lord. Amen. Amen. You say you want to sing, yeah. Brother Patrick? Yeah. You go ahead. And if you want to sing, read you. Sing too. Right. You want to sing, Donnie? Come on. <laughs> Me and Lucy, we worked on a new song today too. Good. Praise the Lord. I like the sound of it already. <laughs> I'm 
No, it's school. Oh. Let me know what tomorrow's going to be like. Cool <laughs> 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 school. Thank you, Mrs. Head. Hands up for me. Yeah. Bless her. I've heard about this baby boy who's come to earth to bring us joy, and I just want to sing this song to you. It goes like this the fourth, the fifth, the ninth fall. The water lifts with every breath I'm singing. Oh uh -huh. 
same way. Hallelujah. I just thought of several things while y'all were singing. I need to remember Sister Carolyn. Have you got an update on Sister Carolyn, Rita? Uh, I haven't talked to her since Sunday. So. Uh, and uh, Peggy McCamey from the McCameys had a stroke. I want to remember her. Uh, I think it's a 623rd Battalion was sent out. And I, I don't have all the details, but I think they were sent to the border to help Enforce the border. We want to pray for all of them. I'm gonna. What you my, got? My boss's daughter Tana. She's going through a surgery uh, in California tomorrow. I pray for her and my aunt. She's got a. Her name is uh, Ann, and she's got water on her brain. That they're supposed to do something in about a month or so, but that's the only time they had scheduled to do treatment or room so to your aunt? treatment. Ann is my mom's sister. She's got water on her brain. Mm. And what was the other one, your boss's daughter? It's Tana. That's her name. She's a young girl. She's only, she's just now started college, so. And what was her problems? She's having surgery. Having surgery? Yeah, she's having issues, yeah. All right. All right. That's what Eric has. He has hydrocephalus. He, has, he was born with water on the brain. Mm -hmm. So he has a shunt. He has a shunt in. That might be what they're trying to do yeah. to her, maybe. I'm not sure. Anybody else got anything? Oh, remember Donnie's uh, daughter. She had an episode yes. this week. Well, that just be with my sister that just lost her husband. Yeah. Her husband. She's going through a rough time right now, too. So, everything. Pray for her, too. Amen. Uh, Donnie. Yvonne. Yvonne? Yes, sir. Yeah, my daughter's doing better. She was she was taking, you know, Bama to yeah. hospital you know this week's gone by so much I think it was Monday I mean I, I got some stuff on my head you know that's me mean? too try to remember either way she they didn't keep her you know they sent her home they said turn around and go back to work again next day you know yeah. so she's, she's doing, doing better she's doing a little Amen. better she don't listen to me she's doing better and that's a blessing either way so she, Amen. she's better alrighty uh, Lord, we, we, we thank you, Father, for the privilege of prayer. Thank you for the songs that's been sung here tonight, Lord. What we felt while we listened, Lord, to the words of those songs. Thank you for Beulah Land. Thank you, Lord, for, uh, Lord, just bringing your mercies, Lord, down. And, Lord, we want to never get tired of saying hallelujah to you. 
Thank you for Rita singing that song about Lord, hallelujah to you, the Lamb of God. And thank you for Brother Patrick singing the song about Beulah Land, where we're going to be one day, thanks to Calvary. And Lord, we pray, Father God, tonight, uh, we pray, Lord Father, for, for Nick and his wife. Uh, I think her name's Rye, we, we have an abbreviation. But uh, he said just call her Rye. We pray for her. Pray for Toby. Pray for Sam. I pray, Lord Father, for Ann. Uh, got water on her brain. Uh, Brother Patrick's aunt uh, going to have some kind of surgery. I pray for Brother Eric also. Mm -hmm. Sister Rita said he has the same uh, situation to deal with. Lord, we know you can help. Pray you will. And I pray for Tana uh, having surgery. Uh, Lord, be with her in that. Uh, Lord, we pray, Lord, for Sister Carolyn. Uh, Lord, she might completely recover from where she broke her foot and be able to use her foot. I pray for Patrick's sister, Yvonne, lost her husband. Uh, Lord, we pray for that family. Lord, you're the God of all comfort. May you comfort and carry them through that valley. I pray for Sister uh, uh, Peggy McCamey. They said she had a stroke. And Lord, been a blessing to so many singing the songs of God and working in the vineyard of God. We pray for her family and pray for her. Pray you get her through that, Lord. May she be okay. I pray for Brother Donnie's daughter, Chelsea. Our Lord had an issue this week and, and pretty bad. Had to miss a day of work. But Lord, she's back. We pray for her, Lord. Pray you help her get all healed up. Pray for her and her two daughters. Pray you bless all, Lord. And and get growing all in Christ's name, Father. We ask all these things. Give you praise. I pray for that 623rd Battalion too, Lord. Got dispatched, Lord, I think, uh, down to Texas to, to help with the border crisis. Lord, so much drugs and so many, uh, uh, Lord, terrorists coming across the border. Got to do something. We pray, Lord, for that battalion. Won't be able to be home with their family during Christmas. We'll watch over them and Bring them to their family, Lord, safely, we pray. And we ask these things in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. It's hard to cover all the ground. There's always something to pray about. Uh, we're going to be talking tonight about a subject matter. Be, be uh, teaching about a subject matter tonight. It's a tough one. Uh, a lot of people struggle with it. And... Uh, I'm going to take my time, if possible, tonight. But uh, we're going to talk about baptism and uh, what, what the Bible says about it in Romans chapter 4, verse 3. It says, What saith the Scripture? I just want you to know it's what we're, we're basing, uh, what we're going to be talking about tonight. In Acts chapter 17, verse 11, it says, They search the Scriptures daily. Where those things were so, and uh, we uh, we do want to search the Bible. I mean, without a Bible, we'd be blind leading the blind. Uh, God gave His words, Psalm sixty-eight, verse eleven. Great was the company of those that published it, and and I have a copy of the Word of God tonight. Uh, for me, I won't read anything but a King James Bible. I started out with everything but a King James. And I have to admit, being saved, and I was saved. But being saved, the Holy Spirit within me, uh, Jesus said the Holy Spirit won't bear witness to nothing but truth. And there was some truth in those Bibles. But I have to admit, a man of God pointed me to the King James Bible. 
and the light immediately came on and it's been on ever since and I'm not about uh, to put this thing away for anything else. Uh, John 17, 17, Jesus said, Thy word is truth. Matthew chapter 4 is Jesus battling the devil. The devil come to Jesus and he was a hungered and he said, If thou be the Son of God. Now one thing the devil will do is he will question you. Uh, he'll question your standing with God and the first thing the devil did was he questioned Jesus of course he never was ever lost he had no need whatsoever of being saved but he did come to John the Baptist and the reason he come to him which I had Brother Patrick read this at the baptismal service last Sunday in Matthew chapter number 3 verse 13 then come of Jesus from Galilee to Jordan under John, talking about John the Baptist, to be baptized of him. And if you'll notice, but John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me. And uh, that was a great truth that John said right there. And uh, he, he went on, Jesus answered and said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us, to fulfill all righteousness. They're setting an example, a standard. Then he suffered him, and Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And uh, this last verse is really good. And a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Now I got baptized two weeks after I got saved. And the reason I got baptized is because I did want to please my heavenly father. And we'll get into that here in just a minute. But this right here is kind of like a picture of what the Lord's showing right here of salvation. Even though he didn't get saved, didn't need to be saved, and wasn't ever lost. It says, Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit in the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he'd fasted, I'm in uh, Matthew chapter 4, verse 2, when he'd fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward a hundred. And when the tempter came to him, he said, Now notice this, If thou be the Son of God. Now I got saved April 27th, 1980. It wasn't no time the devil tried to talk me out of it. I wasn't smart then. I'm not smart now. But I was smart enough to realize I must have got something. He had never said that to me before. I had never had the devil try to talk me out of, of my salvation before I got saved. So I thought, well, I must have something. It took a lot of Bible reading to get it all nailed down. But here, uh, Jesus had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and he was afterward a hungered, and the devil sent this opportunity. The tempter came to him. And he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But Jesus answered him and said, It's written. That's why we're using the Bible tonight. It's written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word proceeds out of the mouth of God. We want to take the Bible tonight and use it uh, for our source uh, of the subject matter we're talking about about baptism. Now, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 5, uh, it talks about one Lord, one faith, 
a one baptism. And I'm reading this on purpose. Like I said, a lot of muddy water. Uh, and we'll talk about some of that muddy water here in just a minute. We're going to try to stay clear in just a second though. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 5. There's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. Now the reason I read that is because John the Baptist, uh, he mentioned that he baptized with water. And uh, he mentioned not only he baptized with water, but he said there's one coming after me who shall baptize with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Uh, in verse 11, John the Baptist said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoe lashes, whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. That one verse speaks about two different baptisms. One of them is a water baptism. And that's what we did last Sunday. And the other one is a Holy Ghost baptism. And I have been baptized with the Holy Ghost. I don't speak with tongues. The Bible plainly says, do all speak with tongues? There are several gifts of the Holy Ghost. One of them discernment. One of them, you know, uh, uh, the turbinant and all of that. Uh, there are a lot of gifts of the Holy Ghost. But when you get saved, you get the Spirit of God. And I will prove that here in just a second. But those two baptisms that are mentioned there in verse 11, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13, we'll do our best to stay simple, uh, not get off too far. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. For by one Spirit, we are all baptized into one body. Now I, know, I want you to notice no water is mentioned here. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, we've all been made to drink into one Spirit. And uh, there is a reason for the water baptism. We will get to that. I had a man that I worked with, a, a lot of people I worked with was very confused about what we're talking about tonight. One of them was a little bit more dogmatic and he come to me and uh, said there's nowhere in the Bible that you can show me a salvation passage that doesn't mention baptism in it. And I took in Romans chapter 10 verse 13 and I not only read it to him but he looked like a calf looking at Newgate. He said I didn't know that was in there. But Romans chapter 10 verse 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And then you got Ephesians chapter 2, which I took him there too, but he was—he didn't really get over that one. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9, For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Both of those passages talking about salvation and there's other places but they're real clear not a mention whatsoever of water and uh, like I said uh, and there's another one Acts chapter 16 there's some men come to Paul ask him how to be saved in uh, Acts chapter 16 uh, verse number 30 uh, this jailer 
uh, came in, trembling, fell down before Paul and Silas, brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be baptized? That's Acts chapter 16, verse 30. The answer is simple. They said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. And uh, like I said, by one spirit, uh, we're baptized into one body. Uh, Paul mentioned that Christ didn't send him to baptize, but to preach the gospel. In Acts chapter number 8, and if you got the right Bible, you got verse 37 in it. And if you don't get you the right Bible where you can read what we're going to read here, Acts chapter 8, starting in verse number 35, Philip opened his mouth. Now the Lord, had, by the Holy Spirit, had sent Philip to this Ethiopian eunuch. Uh, verse 26, the angel of the Lord spake to Philip, saying, Arise, go toward the south to the way going down from Jerusalem unto Gaza. they got a war going over at Gaza right now. Well, this right here wasn't a war, but uh, there was a battle fought here, uh, which is desert. He arose and went. Behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority, under Candace the Queen, the Ethiopians, who had the charge of a treasure. We preached on treasure last Last Sunday, he's carrying her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for the worship. Now, this is a black man. He opens a black man. And uh, Philip, uh, the Holy Ghost, told him, go join himself. And in verse 29, the Spirit said unto Philip, go near and join thyself to this chariot. Philip ran hither to him, heard him read the prophet Isaiah, and said, understand this, what thou readest. And the man said, How can I accept some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. And the place of Scripture which he read was this. He's led as a sheep to the slaughter, just like what Sister Rita sung tonight. And to the, <clears throat> like a lamb done before his shears, so he opened out his mouth. And uh, in his humiliation, his judgment was taken away, for who shall declare his generation? Jesus didn't have no children. By Mary Magdalene, I mean, he don't have no generation. He does have uh, brothers and sisters uh, through adoption. We're in the family of God. But he didn't have no children down there. Nobody going to name no sons that was born of Jesus by Mary Magdalene. A lot of far-fetched stuff goes on. For his life is taken from the earth. Uh, and the eunuch answered Philip, and this is an honest question. He said, I pray thee of whom speaketh the prophet this of himself or of some other man. Now notice verse 35, Philip opened his mouth, began at the same scripture, and preached unto him Jesus. Uh, Brother Charles Fishback over there at Mount Union Baptist Church, he's worried about uh, not having enough people there. I mean, no one, nobody here, me and Brother Ed. But if you can't preach to one person, uh, I, I, you know, you got to be faithful and little before God's going to make you master over much. I was listening to uh, yeah. uh, Dr. Jeremiah, and he's talking about having thousands. He said, I started wanting 10,000. I said, I'll take that thousand. You go and work on the 10,000, amen. But then Philip opened his mouth at the same scripture and preached unto him singular, one man, preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came to a certain water. Now, this Ethiopian eunuch has heard the preaching of the Word of God. Paul talked about one, one plains, one waters, but God gives the increase there in, in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter number 
Chapter number 2, I planted a pile of water, but God gave the increase. Okay, uh, Philip has preached the word of God. They came on their way, came to a certain water, and the eunuch said, Here is water, what doeth hinder me to be baptized? And if you've got the right Bible, verse 37 says, And Philip said, If thou believest with all thy heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Now there ain't no need in getting baptized unless you've been saved. Chase come to me and he wanted to get baptized with Lucy. And I said, Chase, are you saved? He said, no. I said, get saved. Come talk to me. I appreciate Lucy raising her hand. She said, I want to get saved. The Bible says in uh, Mark chapter 10, verse 13 through 16, that Jesus said, suffer little children to come unto me and forbid them not. For such kingdom of heaven, she come forward up here and by faith received the Lord as her Savior. And we got to talking about her getting baptized and Chase wanted to get in on it. I said, buddy, you get saved and we'll do it. And he ended up getting saved after she did. We baptized both of them last Sunday. And I'm teaching this tonight for their sake and for the sake of others that you might understand that the water is, is something we're going to talk about in more detail in just a minute. But they came by the water and the Ethiopian eunuch asked why he couldn't be baptized. And Philip said, if you believe you can. And he commanded, he said, I believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And he commanded the church stand still. And they went down both into the water. Now me and uh, Lucy and me and Chase, we went down both into the water. I baptized Chase first, then Lucy afterward. Water was cold. I don't know, boy, it was cold. Both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And we'll talk about that here in just a second. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. And uh, that rejoicing is because you've done everything that needs to be done. And uh, Jesus put the emphasis on being born again instead of being baptized in John chapter 3, verses 3 through 8. If you'll notice uh, that last part of verse number 8, the Lord said this, John chapter 3, verse 8. I can say we're going to hit some tough places here in a minute. But in John chapter number 3, that last verse, well, let's, let's read Nicodemus. He's a religiously lost man. And he come to Jesus by night. He didn't understand. Uh, he, he was interested enough to come to Jesus by night and ask him. Uh, verse number two says the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. But this was no other way uh, to see Jesus other than the Savior. And uh, the works declared who he was. And Jesus answered and said unto him, this is kind of a blunt answer. Verily, verily, which means ever truth, I say unto thee, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And that went right over Nicodemus' head. And Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? And uh, can he enter the second time into his mother's womb be born? That's why I mean when I say he went right over his head. So the Lord went here in detail 
to explain what he said in verse 3. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of, of God. Now he explains what he just said in the next verse. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. My mother's water broke. I got born into this world. I became the son of Bob and the Lord's Wade. That fleshly birth. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Two different births are mentioned right there in verse number 6. Marvel not, he said again, that I said unto thee, you must be born again. That's twice that Nicodemus has heard the word, you must be born again. Then Jesus went on to say in verse 8, The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh or whither it goeth. So is every one that's born of the Spirit. That emphasis, born of the Spirit. Now, Nicodemus, he still didn't get it. We're going to leave off on Nicodemus right there. But the Bible says, If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. Romans chapter 8, verse number 9. And I'm glad I do have the Spirit. Amen. Amen. I'm glad I am his. Amen. I'm not my own. But in Romans chapter 8, verse number 9, uh, it says, If any man have not the if, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. It says, But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, and if so that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. Uh, go on a little further there in Romans chapter 8, verse 15. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption. I got adopted in the family of God. That's how I become a son of God by being born again. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father. This means Papa. Verse 16, the Spirit. Notice it's capitalized. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit, not capitalized, that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. Brother Patrick sang that song about Beulah Land. I got a home up there because of this adoption, because of being born again, because of this spirit. If so be that we suffer with him, we may also be glorified together. And then Paul went on to say, I reckon the suffering this present time, not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And I tell you, that spirit, uh, Let's go a little further here. Galatians chapter 4 verse 6 pretty much says the same thing as what we just read, but we want to read it anyway. Galatians chapter 4 verse number 6. And uh, because you are sons of God, God because you are sons, God has sent forth His the Spirit of His Son into your heart. Now I want you to know the Spirit's capitalized. Because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your heart. In your hearts cried, Abba, Father. Again, that means Papa. Wherefore thou art no more servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. I got in through Christ. Uh, he was uh, the door that allowed me to get in the family of God. Uh, he was the sacrifice to pay for my sins. First uh, John chapter. Well, let's get into some muddy water here real quick, and then we'll go to that. In 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 9, here's where a lot of people get all mixed up. 1 Peter chapter number 3. 
uh, verse 19 through 21. First Peter chapter 3. Uh, we'll read verse 18 because of the way verse 19 starts out. For Christ also hath suffered for our sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Again, the Spirit's capitalized. By which also he went and preached under the Spirit's, not capitalized, in prison, which sometime were disobedient, when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah while the ark was a preparing, uh, wherein a few, that is, eight souls, were saved by water. Now the way that's worded, Makes you think that water has something to do with salvation. If it did, why didn't those on the outside get saved? Uh, the ones on the outside perished. ones on the inside, the reason they saved by water is because the generation they was in was violent. They were so violent that it grieved God in his heart that it even made them. But here you got a little more muddy water here in verse 21. Now I want you to listen to this real good. The light figure... Whereunto even baptism doeth also now save us. Notice these parentheses. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh. And here is why I got baptized. But the answer of a good conscience towards God. I wanted to be baptized. I didn't have to be. Amen. I couldn't abstain from being baptized. That thief on that cross didn't get time to join the church. Didn't get time to win a single soul. Didn't get time to, you know, I have people dogmatic. Mm -hmm. uh, they do, they're dogmatic. I, I say to them in just common language, if you come up on a car wreck and the people are still alive and they're lost and they're asking you to help them uh, to know what they need to do to get saved, you ain't got time to go get a baptistry. And, and you know what, that's the reason that it doesn't have anything to do. Everybody don't have the convenience. It was wonderful. Even though the water was cold, it was wonderful. To, to baptize Chase and Lucy last Sunday. Everybody, I've seen people didn't have that opportunity. I remember one man in the hospital. Uh, you know, he was dying. He was a, uh, see if I can remember his name, uh, a coon hunter, old guy, about 80 years old, about like Brother Ronnie Lindsay. And he got in. And uh, Cecil Morgan, I believe that was his name, Cecil Morgan. And he was crying because he had got saved right there in the hospital. And he said, I'm not going to get to do anything for Jesus that died for me. And I told him, I said, Cecil, I said, the Bible says if you so much to give a glass of cold water in Jesus' name, you'll receive a warning. The nurse come in that room. He said, ma'am, can I please give you a glass of water in Jesus' name? And bless her heart, she allowed him to do it. And it blessed him. We ended up baptizing him. Uh, we had to put him, I think, in a chair. Or we had to cross our arms, lock them together, and carry him down and carry him back up. He didn't live like you know, like a month, but he got in. But everybody don't have the convenience. And what I'm saying about this muddy water about baptism, I, I want everybody to get saved. I want everybody to get baptized. Everybody's not going to be able to get baptized. If they want to, I'll be glad to help them do it. But it says. Not to put in the way of the filth of the flesh. You know, I take a bath. It does get the filth of my flesh off. 
but it can't get my sins off. But the blood of Jesus, the Bible says the blood of his son Jesus cleanses us from all sin. In 1 John chapter number 1, it says if we confess our sin, verse 9, he's faithful and just forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's not the verse I'm wanting. Let's back up a little bit here. Verse 7, we walk in the light, he's in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Christ, uh, the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. That's the only way to get the filth of the flesh off, is the blood of Jesus. But a conscience, a conscience towards God, I don't have a guilty conscience, I did get baptized. I didn't even have a guilty conscience before I got baptized. I just wanted to get baptized. Because the Lord said in Matthew chapter number 16, and we will go there real quick. Um, Mark, I said Matthew. Mark 16. The Lord said in verse 16, well, verse 15, He said, Go ye in all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. Verse 16, He said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. I want you to notice where the emphasis is. It doesn't say he that doesn't get baptized shall be damned. It says, but he that believeth not shall be damned. I don't know if I can find this scripture, but I'll try to find it real quick. It'd go good right here. There's some in, in the book of Acts, I should have looked that up before I left, that all they knew was the baptism of John. And they hadn't received the Spirit. Uh, they really were lost. And they, they come and, and taught them more perfectly and they received the Spirit of God. And uh, let me see if I can find this. I doubt I can, but I'm going to try to. And they asked them, you know, what they were baptized to. And they said, we was baptized under John's baptism. And that's all they knew was the baptism of John. I've met a lot of people just like them. That's all they know is baptism. They know nothing else. And I'm glad I know Jesus by, by being born again. I know him. He knows me. The Bible says the foundation of God standing sure. The Lord knoweth them that are his. And... Uh, I know him because I'm saved. He giveth us of his spirit, and our spirit bears with his spirit. We are children of God. Well, I may not be able to find this. My old Bible, I could have found it. I got me a new one, and it ain't all marked up, and I can't find nothing in it. But uh, they didn't know. All they knew was the baptism of John, and uh, they, they come and taught him more perfectly the word of God, and they received it. And uh, we'll get off of that. Uh, first, first John chapter 5, God gives us the record of His Son. And we want to look at that because in that record, it don't mention a thing about being baptized. First John chapter 5. Now, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, belittle nobody tonight. I just want everybody to make it to heaven. Like Brother Patrick sung about Beulah Land. I want everybody to make it there. Uh, 1 John chapter 5. 
And this makes some people mad. I can't help it. Let God be true. And uh, be honest with you. You take me Bible and show me where I'm wrong, I'll admit it. But I'll tell you right now, I believe I can take the Bible and show you I'm right. And I have read my Bible 20 times. But 1 John chapter 5, verse 11, this is the record. Now, this is how straight you can get if you want it straight. That God has given unto us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. 1 John chapter 5, verse 11. He that hath the Son, and I do, hath life. He that hath not the Son of God hath not life. How did I get the Son, Brother Eddie? By believing on it. Mm-hmm. And He gave Him His Spirit. Amen. And then you can be uh, spiritually born into the family of God. Verse 13. These things have I written unto you. God wrote the record. And then He wrote this confirmation. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, and I did April 27th, 1999, that ye may know. Somebody said, you can't know you're saved. I know I'm saved. God says you can know you're saved. That you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Now if you want to go even further than that, look at verse number 18. We know that whosoever is born of God, and I am, sinneth not, and I do sin. But it's not counted to me. It's on the blood. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. But he that's begotten of God keepeth himself. That that wicked one toucheth him not. Now let me see if I can find this other verse here real quick. God, I rocked the boat big time right there. Okay, First uh, John chapter 3. Verse 9. This is a tough verse. But I hope you take your time to listen to this. It's good news. You know, perfect love casteth out fear. Verse 9, Whosoever is born of God, I am, doth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he's born of God. That's a little bit over my head even. But you see, I'm sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise. I'm kept by the power of God. I, I want you to know Jesus, he said they are given to them eternal life and they shall never perish. Never. In John chapter number 10, this is what eternal life is. John chapter number 10, Jesus says in verse number 28, and I give unto them, talking about if you're saved, he's talking about you. You're saved. I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Perish. If you got a problem with that, you need to go talk to God. Neither shall any man put them out of my hand. Now we're talking about greater than all. I mean, there's none greater than Jesus because God highly exalted him. But even Jesus said this My Father, which gave them me, is greater than all, and no man's able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. That rocks everybody's boat right there. But Jesus is the only manifestation of the invisible God. You'll never see God apart from Jesus. And uh, it's a great mystery there. But uh, eight souls uh, saved by baptism. It gets a lot of people. Uh, Let me clear this up. Romans chapter 6. Let's go to the purpose of the water baptism. Romans chapter 6. Look at verse 3 and 4. Know ye not that so many of us 
as were baptized into Jesus were baptized into his death. Wherefore we are buried with him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father even so we also should walk in newness of life. Now that empty tomb speaks volumes about the fact that Jesus is not dead no more. He died once for sin. Now he's alive forevermore. That's Revelation chapter 1 verse 18. I'm he that was dead. Now I'm alive forevermore. And behold I got the keys of death and hell. Well this, this water baptism. Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ. Were baptized into his death. That's why we go under that water. Wherefore we are buried with him by baptism. Brother Rick Prophet, Brother George Chris took Eddie Wade downhill in a pretty good while. Made sure he got in there good and brought him up. And I've been up ever since. I buried in the water. Uh, symbolic. Uh, a, uh, a type of being buried. Uh, picturistic of a death, burial, resurrection. Uh, look at well, that's the same thing. Colossians chapter 2. I'll just read this. Colossians chapter 2, verse 12. Well, you went too far. Colossians chapter 2, verse 12. Says that we're buried with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him through faith of the operation of God who raised him from the dead. Uh, it's just picturistic of the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Like I said, it's muddy water to a lot of people. And it is hard to explain. I, I know it better really personally. I knew a saved I ever got baptized. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be baptized, but all I did, to be honest with you, I buried any weight on the water. And uh, that day I got baptized, one of the guys I worked with, Mark Bunch, was there come up there and said, I refuse to believe God can save someone like you. And I had just got saved, didn't even know enough Bible blow my nose. He said, I want to hear your testimony. I told him how I believed on the Lord Jesus Christ to be my Lord and Savior and uh, received him by faith. And Mark picked me plump off the ground even though I was wet, hugged me, squeezed all the life out of me. But, uh, you know, that James said, I'll show you my faith by my works. Faith is hard to show. Somebody sees you reading the Bible, you're showing faith. Somebody sees you, Lord bless this food, we thank you for it in Jesus' name, you're showing faith. Somebody sees you uh, being let down, buried in water, brought back up, you're showing faith. Somebody sees you putting your offering uh, in the offering plate, somebody sees you showing your faith. Somebody sees you down there praying. Uh, they see you showing your faith. Faith is hard to show without works. James said, I'll show you my faith by my works. No work you'll ever do will ever impress God. The finished work that Jesus did at Calvary that said it's finished is the only work that God will ever accept for salvation. And you accept His Son and accept the sacrifice of His Son except the finished work of His Son, you're good to go. I'll tell you that right now. It's so simple that even a little child can understand it, that a little child can receive it. I, I don't tell no child they're too young. I don't tell them to go back 
come another day, I just tell them, look, I'll pray with you, but you have to ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins and save your soul. And the Bible says what the mouth confession is made there in Romans chapter 10 verse 9. And with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. I ask Jesus to forgive me my sins. I ask Jesus to save my soul. And I believed him to do it April 27th, 1988. And I got wondrously saved on that day in my bedroom, 9,000 Edmund Road. Just wanted to talk about baptism tonight. It's a muddy subject. A lot of churches, they they think, you know, that they've got it all figured out. They need to read the Bible a little more. I, I brought out a few things. There's more in there. I brought out a few things tonight just to give some some light to the subject matter. Uh, it's not an easy subject, but I'll tell you right now, baptism is just a show of faith. Uh, it has nothing whatsoever to do with salvation. If I didn't make that clear tonight, Keep reading your Bible and it'll make it clear. Anybody got anything tonight? Any questions, comments, or anything? What we're pretty far tonight. Very good sermon. All right. We'll stop right there.